0: Welcome to the I Make a Difference podcast series. Here we're going to be exploring how different individuals from across the group make a difference to both our clients and colleagues. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Pod of the Purpose and our mini series, I Make a Difference. I'm really pleased today to welcome Dawn Hamilton, Customer Service Manager, and Emily Snowden, National Accounts Team Leader welcome do you want to start by telling us a little bit about what you do
1: within your role please i am the customer service manager jamie um, and within the help point customer service remit there is approximately 30 30 employees um, and we look after help point we look after national accounts and we look after facilities which is all our internal churchill offices the way I look at it is, we've we've got two clients. So we've got our external clients, which are all our FMs out there looking and managing, you know, our buildings and all of the properties and businesses that we clean. But we've got our internal clients, and they are account manager population that's out there in the field, dealing with those clients face to face on a day to day basis, um, and assisting them in anything they need or required. Um, mainly, I would say a lot of the time around our third-party contractors. So we sort kind of mediate between, you know, our account manager population and our contractors, so they can get on keeping the client happy rather than
2: doing, you know, spending the majority of their day doing administration tasks. And I'm national accounts team leader. I lead a team of eight people. Some are based in Gateshead, and then there's down in London too, both remotely and in the office and we work on a a number of different contracts. I think there's about 18 of us, uh, 18 contracts that we look after now, and we provide a specialist report and service effectively. We're paid for by the client, and we're like the first point of call for every client and, well, our clients, and any issues that they have, or any good things that they have. We have good relations with both the external clients like Dawn was saying and internal clients or ops as well and they they all know that we all have different contracts that we look after so they they know who to contact which I think is good for them as well. Amazing and how long have you both been with Churchill?
1: So I joined Churchill I think I'm coming up to my eighth year I think in October when I joined Churchill Help Point primarily was down in our Houghton offices and I think we were the first team to migrate to Gateshead there was a small office in Gateshead at that point and it was can we run a team in two locations so it was 50% stayed at Harpington and 50% came to Gateshead so a hu- huge learning curve not no pressure to make it work or anything like that good to say I started off with a team of five the team has massively grown since then and the lovely Gateshead office now have IT that works in both locations. We've got finance that works in both locations, and other shared services that work in both locations. Um, so it was good that you know we can work together regardless
2: of where we sit. And Emily, and I, how long have you been with Churchill? I started in August 2020, so June lockdown, and then mm-hmm. so I've been here just through, just over three years now, and I've started as a help point administrator. And I'm one of the three that don't manage <laughs> that I'm mm. under. do and yeah, I'm, and now I'm national
0: account team lead. Incredible. And what do you think is probably the most important thing about your role?
1: I think it's always looking to get better. I think if we're we're pretty good, don't get me wrong. Or we're short-staffed, or it's extremely busy, or we take on a very new, demanding client. You know, and it's a lot of hoops to jump through and learning curves we can swing it was a bit like a pendulum you know we we can swing into not hitting those requirements until we get smarter and better at them and on occasions when we're really quick and we're really efficient we can swing it swing into that excellent mode but I would say the majority of the time we sit in good and I think the exciting part about the role is always changing our clients are always changing So we're having to get smarter and cleverer all of the time on how we work. Churchill's investing a lot in technology now to make us smarter and work smarter. And I think ultimately it's the client at the end of the day that we strive to hit that excellent mark. We don't get it right all of the time, but that's what we strive for. And when we fall down, we don't just fall down and get back up. We fall down, we analyse it. We work out where it went wrong. How do we fix it going forward? How do we change that for the next client that comes along? And hopefully we invest in the right technology to be able to do that, to help the clients. And I would like to think, you know, the domino effect of that is makes life easier for ops our operations teams out there in the field, because much more difficult face-to-face, and our clients stay, and we grow, you know, and we they recommend us to other people, and, you know, Churchill will grow on the back of that, I would like to think, that's the ultimate goal. You mentioned there about maybe when things go wrong, and that is
0: a big part kind of, of you know, your role at times, isn't it, it's dealing with things that maybe haven't gone the way that they should have, or when somebody's Not particularly happy, perhaps. Can you give me any examples of that happening recently?
1: A lot of our clients, they have their own internal FM systems. I think we use about 11 at the moment, different client operating systems. So they're not ours. We're not the expert in them. And we have to learn them from the very onset of what the client expects. So that's all their SLAs, all their KPIs, when we've got to hit something in four hours, when we've got to hit something in two hours. Sometimes their expectations are a little bit unrealistic than what we can do and what we can hit. And that's a conversation that we have with the client. You know with our operations teams it's not just us but collaboratively we will all chat them through and hopefully come to something that we can achieve and everybody's happy with etc and but sometimes learning that new system and learning how the client wants things and how, you know, it takes a few meetings for us to get that right. So, you know, as, you know, we can start off at a service level, maybe of 60 percent when we should be in the 90s. Um, And it takes us a couple of months to learn or, you know, jump them hoops and learn them curves and learn the systems and things like that before we can get up to you know that 90 percent or whatever their benchmark is that we're doing a good job they can often be challenging in good learning curves etc especially when we have so many because every client wants different slas and different targets etc and sometimes we're like okay what have what we gonna hit that one by etc but We do pride ourselves in really, really achieving those. And we take a great pride when we get those reports at the end of the month. And they're 98% or they're 100%, etc. You know, it very much is high five everybody in the team for <laughs> being able to achieve them. And we do hope that makes life easier for the account manager or the customer relationship manager who's managing those sites that they're not having to manage that. They're not having to manage, you know, those issues in their meetings. So they could be quite challenging, Continent there was Those negotiation skills. Between ourselves, operations, and the client, just to make sure we get a working system. That everybody
2: is actually happy with. But I would say on the back of that, our teams are very adaptable, aren't they? Yeah. They're very good at taking everything in their stride, both Help Point and National Accounts. Whatever the um issue is, we will always overcome it. It might take a week, it might take a month, but we would we would do over. We we so, get there.
0: Yeah. We get there. Are there any other kind of skills or tools you think that you need in order to do your roles?
1: We need to be very patient. <laughs> I think patience is a, a virtue in help point and national accounts. I think you have to be slightly mad to work in customer services in general, regardless <laughs> of where in the world, because sometimes you do feel as though it's a it's an uphill tread times resilience emily yeah resilience yeah definitely and i think the other one is resilience because if you took everything personally do you really mean i think we'd sit and sob with my hankies wouldn't we well you'd probably go home broken wouldn't you yeah if, if a client's unhappy they're unhappy with the process or they're unhappy with the company they're not unhappy with you as a person um and it's about you know okay i get that so how do we how do we fix it how do we come to an agreement what is the negotiation and things like that to make that client happy and i think it's the time scale isn't it Mm -hmm. to turn that around as quickly as we possibly can however i must say we don't have too many we're quite good, aren't we? Yeah. And, and, you know, we spot them straight away. That All of our inboxes are triaged. So if we if we see it's not necessarily a fire at that moment, but it has the potential to become a fire, we nip them in the book quite yeah. quickly, hopefully, before we
2: get to that escalation point. Our teams are very good at understanding that, aren't they? Yeah. And knowing when to escalate things and when not to and yeah. what they want. And ops are really good at helping us as well along hopefully where we do the same job as for them and being a helpful source for them, but they also they are quick to action any queries we have, which is good. It's teamwork. It is teamwork. It's all about teamwork. That leads really nicely
0: into my next question actually, because you mentioned earlier about maybe the account managers not relying but appreciating some of the work that you do and that takes, you know, some of the stress perhaps away from them. Is there anyone that you kind of rely on or helps you in order to do your job from different teams?
2: Speaking from a team leader point of view, and I'm only as good as my team. And if my th- and as long as my team are happy and they they understand the job and they come they come to work and they want to progress, then I'm happy. And again, with the CRMs, which is part client relationship manager, which is part of the national account build, so to speak. And as long as they give us the correct information, and what they want, instructions wise. So I think if we all work as a team and all work together, then we're good to go, really. We work very, very closely with operations, but we also work very, very
1: closely with our shared service partners as well. And it's just making sure that we're all on the same page to be working together.
0: Can you give me an example where perhaps you've made a difference to a client, whether that's internal or externally
2: facing? There is a client and we have an online portal for those that is theirs, their portal. It's more suited for hard services rather than soft services. Um, so it's a bit the SLAs are quite tough to tackle but we do meet them and if not we if we can't meet them we contact them and they're happy to extend it we have a really good relationship with the FM side of things and each site we know who the FM is which is broad and at the beginning it was quite rocky they didn't really understand what services they actually had what we could offer how we could support them but now they're in a much better place and we're in a much better place and the system is running smoothly they're happy um we have weekly we have monthly reports uh so the national account team do the monthly reports along with the crm so we work to pe- in a partnership with the, to create those it's in a much happier stable place now isn't it i would say yeah me personally
1: jamie i think the difference for me is building the team i've got today it takes a long time to train a health point advisor. There's so many, so many categories. There's so many snowballs there's so many contractors, etc. cetera, out there. If, if we were to train it all in one go, people would be running for the hills. And I think over time for me is retaining the people that I've got within the team, retaining the expertise. They pass that expertise on. It's not all me. Like Emily said, you're only as good as, as your team. Um, watching them develop, watching them become team leaders of national accounts, and watching them thrive and become vital parts of the Churchill business. I take great pride in that. Um, so I would say, really, you know, hopefully I'm bringing, I'm, I'm building managers for the future. I always think of it, it's, it's got about a two year shelf life. And if I can retain people longer than two years, for me personally, I'm doing a good job. And then when I watch the likes of Emily, and Amanda thrive um, and become very successful managers, you know that, you know, one day you can't work forever, can you? That you leave it in good hands. Um, and if you can create an environment that people are happy to come to work and happy when they walk out the door and they're not worrying about work at weekends and you've got that home work-life balance, That's an environment I try to create for people to work in. What do you love most about your job?
2: I work with a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds. And I was fresh out of uni (laughs) before coming to Churchill. So I had the uni life. So this is a total different eye-opening experience for me. But I can honestly say I've made friends. And like working together with somebody who looks at things differently doesn't mean not have the same approach to a job as me but i can learn from them and they can learn from me i think it's a constant changing environment and a con- constantly learning and i think that's that's the best thing for me and seeing how happy people are they want to come to work <laughs> um and like how happy they are to be part of the team yeah um, like they just you can some people might come in nervous but give it eight, 6 to 12 months the flourish and i I was very nervous at the beginning, but I can honestly say that I've I've never been happier at the moment. And it's really nice because I can see that in my team as well and Help Point. Yeah, love that. So final question then. If you had to sum up Help Point National Camps
0: in a couple of sentences or words, just in case there's anybody that's listening who doesn't know still what you guys do and get up to, how would you describe the
1: team, what you do? It's in the title, Help Point. So, you know, I would just say if you think of us a bit like Churchill Google, if you're in doubt or you're not sure where to go, who to speak to, who can help, give us a call. We'll chat it through with you. And if we can't help, I'm sure we'll find a man who can. I'll point you in the right direction. Um, I, I would like to think that help point plays a very pivotal role in the middle, a bit like a clock. If our cogs don't turn, do you know what I mean? Then, you know, we turn into those shared services. We, you know, turn into operations. We help wherever we possibly can. And if we stop turning, I would hope all of those people would miss us.
0: Amazing. I think that sums it up perfectly. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you both so much for joining me today. I really enjoyed getting to know you both and finding out a bit more about what you do and the HelpPoint team. I hope you've enjoyed chatting to me and I'll look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the episode. If you would like to get involved and share how you make a difference, please do reach out as I would love to hear from you.